Let's keep it. Let's keep it to one minute. So, because we got five of us, this is pretty big. Yep. Sturdy for thirty this week. We are going to talk some Michigan, Wisconsin knockdown, drag out. Greg Gard, Juwan Howard, Joe Krabenhoff, Pizza Hut parking lot fight at the Kohl Center, actually. Um, so they may have had pizza, but may have had Pizza Hut somewhere, but it wasn't at the Kohl Center. But they did have their parking lot fight on the court. A couple of Michigan players throwing punches, Wisconsin players throwing a punch. It was a good time for everyone. All right, I'm gonna I'll go around. We've got Larry Smith. Illini guy, Mike Cagley, Illini guy, Kendrick Prince, director of recruiting Illini guy, and Matt Stevens, our uh, Illini guy beat reporter. We're going to just go around the room. Give me your initial thoughts. We'll start with Larry. What are your initial thoughts on this uh, debacle in the Cole Center? You know, right away, it's funny. I was, Actually, I had watched the first half, went out with my wife to go do something else, and got a text from a friend that said, Hey, are you seeing this Juwan Howard, like punching the Wisconsin coach? And I'm like, wait a minute, maybe surely this was got to confuse, you know, Maryland last year, Wisconsin, both teams were in red, surely not. And went on a lot. guys.com saw the guys posting about it and, and Twitter. Look, you know, it's indefensible. Okay. I mean, I don't, I don't care what Greg guard did or Wisconsin coach said or whatever. You don't punch somebody in the workplace. You don't. And there's no in my mind that Howard suspended for multiple games at least. And, and his players, Diabate, the star freshman, multiple game suspension as well. That's the thing, too, is that not only is Michigan going to be without Juwan Howard at a time when you're trying to still get in the NCAA tournament of a, of a season that has not gone the way you thought it would go, um, but you've got some key players who will also miss because you, as the coach and leader of this program, get in the green light to throw punches. It's, it's too bad across the board, and, and Michigan should do some soul-searching. Juwan Howard should do some soul-searching. This is twice in two years. Maybe this isn't the right profession for you. Yeah, it's interesting. You see the uh, – you make a good point about the the, ki- the kids are the losers here, right? I mean, no matter what happens, the kids are the guys who lost yeah. in this deal. So, Kedrick, what are your thoughts? Well, first, I wish you wouldn't ask – follow Larry because he was obviously the most politically correct. He gives the best, <laughs> the best answer. So thank you, Brad. I owe you. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was still thinking, please, please, please don't call him me next. <laughs> but, uh, in all, all fairness, I guess the thing, I guess we're all different. And to me, I, we're in a different day and age. And a lot of us, you know, close to the same age, except for Matt, sorry. Um, you know, he's still a little pup. But the way I look at it like this, guys, you know, things have changed. We, the world's evolving. I know it's nice to go through the handshake. And, you know, we all talked a little bit before. Matt had a good point. You know what? If you don't have the handshake, you'll, you'll avoid all this. You really do. Because at the end of the day, Larry's right. The kids lose. It's a bad look for Jawan because, you know, as bad as it, it is for him, bad look. he's competitive and he wears – that blue and these whatever or whatever blue and gold all, all his sleeve. And it's much. And I was going to let Greg go off. I really think it's nothing to the magnitude of what Juwan did. 
But I think at the end of the day, if you knew he was mad, don't say anything. Just get through the line, shake hands. If you don't shake your hand, just walk away because it's an ugly look. The suspensions, I'm just kind of curious to see what they're going to be. Uh, Greg Gard's going to get nothing compared to what Jawan's going to get. But I just don't think you can turn the cheek either, you know, because he was upset as well. Putting your hands on people in today's world is, is just, you can't do it anymore. Yeah, I mean, I, I understand that. So here's my question. I would have this question to you: sure. Is yep. if you are going through the handshake line, yep, and a guy says, says, he said, "I'm gonna remember that shit and won't shake your hand," and I mean, and you're like, "What? What? What is your response then? Is your response just to keep okay. walking, or is it to, or yep. is it to say, "Whoa, whoa, coach, what's going on?" And, and so here's my response. My response is to say something back, Brad. It is. That's who I am. But my response is not touch people. You're exactly right. And to be honest but, with you, but, I mean, wait, I, I've had a isn't of- a handshake line? Don't you have to touch someone in a handshake line? No, you, Brad. No, you really don't. Because that's an option. You you line up to do it. But if I knew I was going to get in a fight and I was going to get an altercation with someone, I wouldn't do it. Because at the end of the day, him saying something does not make it right to to grab him and say, hey, hey, hey. That's not okay. And I, I understand where people are coming from because at the end of the day, you go to the hand, it's fake. Why would you even put yourself in a situation? If you're already mad at the guy, why do it? Why even pretend that this is, this is good? You're doing this just for the fans to see, not because you're being cordial. That's why I, that's the problem I have with it. So, and so, I totally agree with you. You know, I understand, you know, you know where you're coming from. Yeah. But it's your, it's a handshake line. So you're actually, you're touching every time that you go through the handshake line. I mean, every time you go through the line, you're going to touch yeah. someone. So, and we've seen Underwood touch people. We've seen other coaches touch people, touch them on the back, touch them on the arm. I mean, and I get you're saying, you know, situationally, but my question is always like, it's still, I, I still just think it was escalated. And, and I, I probably, I'll be honest with you. I probably would have done something similar to Greg guard. I've done that in the past where I've said, Hey, 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 you know, we're going to shake hands and, you know, no, and, see, this and, so, and, I disagree. and I'm sorry. Cause at the end of the day, you knew there was frustration. You knew it. Cause okay. Cause you know what Larry said when he started, this, but why started, should you be responsible? Because he's mad because you called a timeout. So Listen, he's acting, that's, that's, he's acting like an irrational, petulant child. And so yeah. you should, so you should have yeah. to change your behavior to fit his needs. No, my thing is the timeout to me, that's Jawan Howard. He needs, if he is concerned about when Greg Gard calls a timeout, then win the game or don't be down by 15 points. That's irrelevant to me. That's childish for Jawan to do that. My whole argument with this is this. If you and I are mad at a game and you knew I was mad at you and I knew you were mad at me and I grabbed you that way, you're not going to walk away. If you walk away, you're going to give me a look to say, hey, kid, I didn't like that. That's my only beef with it. I don't care because the timeout and the, and the score, that's Jawan's fault because his team's not living up to, to what it should be. You don't put your hands on people because I'm going to tell you right now, I know who people listen to this podcast, and we talked about this before. Every state has different laws. You do that in Illinois, and somebody called the cops. Somebody's leaving. Somebody's going to jail. I don't know what the laws are in Wisconsin. I kind of know what they are in Iowa. It wasn't right. If I knew, well, here, let me say this. When the game was over, I was looking at my phone and I heard the CBS announcers. They knew it was coming. So I looked up 
So they knew this was happening. If they knew this was happening, you know darn well the coaches knew it was happening. So you walk away because it was a bad look for you as an adult. It's bad for your team. I don't feel – I just to be honest with you, this sounds really bad. When people apologize to me, I don't always accept it because you know why? You meant it. You said what you said. If you call me a name or you did something, why should somebody apologize to Kendrick? Why apologize if you said it, you meant it? So at the end of the day, if you don't want to shake his hand, you just say, hey, walk away and move on. Because look what happened when they did it. That's my only thing, Brad. I know what you're saying. But or, we're going to continue to or, go through these handshake kids, shoulder checking each other. We're going to go back. to – I'm going to move yep. on to Mike here. But Or what could have happened is Juwan Howard could have just shook his hand and it never would have been an issue. Kags, go. He could have done that. He, you, he could have done that. This is a series of bad decisions. You know, um, you know, Juwan was down by 15. Guard puts in his subs. You take the press off. Um, guard probably could have had that, you know, he didn't have to call that timeout. Uh, guard knew Juwan was mad. Juwan had to throw out the, I'm going to bleep and remember this or whatever he said. Guard then kind of grabs him. You know, I don't typically grab people that are eight inches taller than me and can, you know, throw, throw me into a garbage can as a general rule when I know they're angry. Um, and then of course, Juwan acts like a total idiot. And then gets in, you know, starts hitting people. And I have no idea what that coach from Wisconsin said as he came running up because things got worse with his presence rather than better. So it, it's hard to know. But when you strike another person, now you've actually taken yourself where you're saying, Mr. Prosecutor, Mr. Policeman, you're in control now. So I, I, I have a I have very little sympathy for Juwan Howard, and I have no doubt that guard it was was you know again he he knew he was mad and probably was trying to bait him. Um, it just it's like a series of bad decisions, and you hit it on the head, Brad. There's there's a bunch of twenty year old kids around who are watching adults behave this way, and then unfortunately. Uh, a couple from Michigan and at least one from Wisconsin started modeling the behavior. And that's the shame of it all. All right. Uh, so I will say this. I don't know. I wouldn't be that afraid after I saw his strike. I'm not sure I'm that scared of Jawan <laughs> Howard anymore. That, that was kind of a pathetic, <laughs> pathetic attack. So, you know, I, I don't know. I, I know he's a big guy, but I, I don't know. I, he, yep. He's got to do better than that than the open-handed finger slap. I don't know what that no. is. No. No, we don't want to see more of that. No, that no, was that's, that's bad. I mean, I, I saw that. I saw Urkel do that on Family Matters back in the day. <laughs> Looked very similar. So uh, just a taller version. All right, Matt Stevens is next to to join us on on the on um the whatever Slapgate we'll call it. First of all, my my life advice to everybody: is please get a job. Thirty-seven, you're the baby of the group. This is awesome. <laughs> like, please. Um, I try to put myself what I, here's what I try to do when I look at this kind of stuff. I try to put myself in the shoes of everybody who was involved. And I hear what Ked is saying. He's not wrong about technically. I mean, I know technically he's not wrong about Illinois law, but I try to put myself in Greg Gard's shoes. And, you know, Sturdy, you can help me out here. Like 10 years ago, get this, this gets solved Monday morning when two coaches call each other on the phone and go, hey, yeah. here's the deal with, right? Add up that way, right? I mean, so 
the problem is, is that in 2022, that phone call just doesn't happen anymore. A, probably yeah. because Juwan's not taking the phone call. But Greg Gard comes from a school of thought where, hey, we need to get this settled because, you know, it's just not done. I heard Mike DeCourcy talk about it on Big Ten Network, not, you know, late Monday, uh, Sunday night, that it's just not done in these leagues where coaches just go about this hating everybody else who's in the league. That's just not how this works. Um we get this settled the next morning. We do whatever we have to do to get this settled, and then we move on. Um, Greg Gard knows that Jawan's not taking his call because he's not from that school. But Greg Gard's been doing this profession at the Division One level since 1999. He's been doing it at Wisconsin under Bo for the last tw- like for over almost 20 years. And so when he goes up to Jawan in the handshake line, which Ken is correct, I have said this repeatedly to him and to everybody, and. I love her to death, but it's the thing that Shannon Ryan and I argued about the most when we were both on the Illini beat was that I am vehemently against the handshake line in a game that does not end the season for somebody. Um, and you guys know I'm a hockey fan. Like I'm big on at the end of a playoff series, you do the handshake line because somebody's going home and you never have to see that team again. But in the middle of a regular season, I just don't get it. I really don't. And there is no mathematical equation. You can convince me today that if the handshake line didn't exist, this doesn't happen. Beyond that, though, okay, so if I'm Greg Gard and I'm walking in and Juwan Howard is literally pulling his mask down and saying, I will effing remember that. I agree that I don't know if I'd have grabbed him, but I would have maybe open hand gone, hey, wait a minute, stop, wait, stop. Let me let me at least try to tell you why I did what I did so we can squash this like because I don't because we may play again and I don't want my team to deal with your crap. Like, honestly, like later on in a couple of weeks. So stop. Wait a minute. Stop. And if, if Juwan blows by and just doesn't want to deal with me and trying to give an explanation, then fine. But I am going to try and stop him and let him know, hey, this is this was my uh, this was how I felt about it. This is why I did what I did. And if you don't like what I did, what I did after I told you. Rationally, I did what I did. Fine. Like blow by me. But I'm going to at least if somebody is literally like. I, I cussing me out for something that I, I was like, Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm, I'm not the bad guy here. Here's, and, and I'm going to try to do that in a situation where I can look the guy straight in the face and give him my point of view. Because again, 10 years ago, this gets solved on a phone call, but, but in 2022, that just doesn't happen. Yes. So I just, I, I feel like both coaches escalated the situation, but I do feel like Greg Gard is trying to explain himself and Juwan Howard is just not hearing it. And, and then everything yeah. that happened after that is just ridiculousness. Like I, I have no, the only other thing that I want to know that we haven't figured out and we're recording this really late on a Sunday night. I still want to know what Joe Krabinoff said yeah. because Gary Paris on CBS did a really good job of explaining this. Brad, if you and I are having an argument, Sturdy, if you and I are having an argument and Mike Cagley says something 30 feet over to my right. Like it's going to take a lot for me to go. I don't really care now about the deal that me and Sturdy are having. Like, holy crap. I want it Mike right now. Right. So I need, I, I really want to know what Krabinoff said to have Juwan Howard go. I don't care about Greg Gard now. I want, I want at that dude. And I want to add him right now. So, um, so uh, I let think me give you a- needs to know what Joe Krabinoff said before we figure out what suspensions are going to be and whatnot. But like, that's the only question that I have, because I think the video evidence pretty much shows that Greg Gard is trying to explain himself. Jawan doesn't want to have it. And dude just went over the edge. And, and also I will remind everybody 
this is a repeat offender on Javon Howard. If the yeah. Big Ten wants to do something or the, or quite honestly, and it sounds like based off his statement, Ward Manuel, Juwan Howard's boss, wants to do something, they're going to add in the fact that this is now the repeat offender rule because it's 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 not it's not a one-time behavior deal now. So I'll give you a couple things. First of all, um, I did talk to a former player in the Big Ten today, and he told me that although most people who played against Krabenhoff did want to do that and uh, did want to hit him back in the day, that, that he realized you can't do that when shaking hands going through the line. So um, that's one. Second thing I will say is it's 2006-2007 season. If you recall, there, in October of 2006, there was a highly touted guard from Indiana who decommitted from Illinois and so, then ended up signing with the Hoosiers. Illinois plays Indiana that year twice during the regular season. The first time, they go through the handshake line. Wayne McLean, Jay Price aren't going to shake hands with Kevin, Kelvin Sampson, right? Sampson runs, runs and gets Price and grabs him and says, you are going to shake my hand and shook his hand. When they play in Indiana, Wayne McLean and Jay Price don't go through the handshake line and they go to the, go to the, they just go right back to the locker room after the game. They are told next time we play, you play them, you got to go through the handshake line. Play the Big Ten tournament. Kelvin Sampson refuses to shake Jay Price's hand and Wayne McLean's hand. And it creates a little uh, altercation between Jay Price and Rob Senderhoff, who was an assistant in Indiana. Now, nothing was physical, it was all words. Nobody got there. So this isn't like a, I mean, I guess this handshake thing. And then, you know, the great part about that was, though, that Senderhoff and Price then became friends after that because they connected through an, through an intermediary and started talking and became buddies. So, you know, so it's, it's funny how that works where that you're talking about that phone call on Monday. It can't happen. Now, I've had a similar situation one time where I had a coach who was yelling at my players when I was coaching, literally yelling at them making comments to them. And after the game, I said, Hey, I would appreciate in the future if you didn't, you know, talk to my players, you know, just quietly like this. And he literally shoved me two hands in the chest and, um, and, uh, you know, created this crazy situation. And I was like, you know, I, and here's my thought, my thought, I was handling it the best way possible. Now, maybe I wasn't, maybe that's not the way I should have handled it. Maybe I should have just let it go, but I just, you know, was trying to, cause we were going to play them again. Now we didn't end up playing them. They ended up forfeiting the next game because they said we didn't, you know, we were at fault here. And they actually, the coach got suspended for the rest of the season and they forfeited the next game to us. So these are things that kind of happen. But, you know, so I, I thought I was doing the right thing. But, you know, like Kid says, maybe that was the wrong thing. Maybe it's the wrong thing. Maybe I did the wrong thing. I don't know. But I guess there's going to be a difference of, of opinion. So where do we go from here? What do you think the suspension for these guys is going to be? We'll start, go back around the horn. Larry, what are your thoughts? Well, I think that, you know, and, and Brad, you and I were talking uh, before we you, you hit record and, um, you know, I, I think that it's a, it's a multiple game. Um, I think it, he at least is out the regular season. Um, I know you, you feel like even more than that, that's possible too. Um, I think, and the players the same way. And, and here's the thing. I know that, that, you know, Ked is saying, and, and even Matt, I think too, like, why do the, the, you know, the handshake line and here's why I'm, I'm, I'm a disagree. Here's a little bit of old school and here's why. At the beginning of the day, Juwan Howard, forget, forget the contract, the money and all the perks and all the stuff, whatever. He agreed to be the leader and mentor of this program. And unlike pro sports, 99% of college athletes, you're still in the 
you know, it's the allegedly you're here for the competition, the amateur, that kind of thing, whatever. To me, the handshake line still is part of that sportsmanship to remind everyone every single game that win or lose, no matter what happens or what was said or what happened, you're going to come together and say, good game, you beat us. Good game, you did it, made a nice effort, whatever. Maybe I'm old school. Maybe I'm, I'm too 1980s. Maybe that's what it is. But to me, I, I have no problem with the handshake line still in, in colleges. But I think that Greg Gard could have some kind of suspension. That's possible um, on his end. We'll see what they, what they come up with. But for Jawan Howard, I mean, I, I'd be stunned if he is, is on the sidelines next week when Illinois goes to play him. And, and I'd be stunned. I would not be surprised if he is done until they go on to the, you know, probably NIT tournament looks like. The handshake line thing's an interesting conversation. I've actually had to, you know, we've t- in, in the COVID era, a lot of times in high school, we don't shake hands anymore. A lot of times it's just a wave and go with the, you know, so you're not getting close to them, which is kind of, you know, it's kind of funny because you play basketball game and everybody like lays on each other for 32 minutes. And then all of a sudden, as long as we have a mass timeout, it's okay. But then, then for all of a sudden we go, we can't line up and shake hands because even though we've been walling on each other for 32 minutes, but I can see the evolution moving there. Now I will say I talked to one guy today, one college coach uh, today and a couple of them, actually more than one who said they hope they don't get rid of the handshake lines this year. Even if they get rid of them next year, do it before the game, whatever, because they don't want it to be a reactionary thing to this event, make a decision in the off season. If you think that's best moving forward, but don't do it right now. So Ked, what are your thoughts on what the suspensions should be for all the parties involved here? I think Dewan Howard should be done for the remainder of the season and one game in the Big Ten tournament. And I do think Greg Gard should get one game. Um, I think if you don't and there's not some kind of consequences, you're going to hear an uproar. I just assume avoid that. Everybody who saw that knows and understand, regardless of what was said, we all saw who the aggressor was. We know that. But to not give Greg Gard something and I don't think it's going to hurt him or it's going to, it's going to affect what they're doing. I really don't because they're going to the tournament. Yes. They're tied for first place with Illinois and Purdue. I just don't see how you cannot uh, give him something. And I, you know, I guess, you know, people can say things and they can do things, but I'm just, I mean, I guess at my age and, you know, Larry's right. I'm old school, but I also, I know things are changing, and to me, the way I, way we are in, in our society and our country, you know, I just assume, you know, if going to be out there to ball, the players shake hands, be done with it, because I've seen, and you guys have all seen, because of COVID this year, you can see Brad Underwood wave his hand at opposing coach because they don't always shake hands this year. Not last year. I've seen it this year because of COVID. I, in the NBA, I see him do it all the time. So there's no need for it. And I don't remember which one of you guys mentioned it, Matt or Brad, but in, but in the NFL, they don't go across shaking hands. If they want to go across and give some love, give some love and walk away and be done with it. Because if you're frustrated, because these people or athletes are saying things under the breath that we don't hear. And they're saying, and they're saying some things that are probably not really nice. Why do I want to go shake somebody's hand? If somebody's talking about my mother, even if it's just talk and it bothered me, you think I want to go give them some love and say, Hey man, thanks for talking about my mom. Uh, no, I don't. So I get it. And unfortunately, 
make the rules. This is just the, the world we live in. And, and I don't, I just don't think there's a need for it. There's nothing going to good. Cause this is not the last time it's going to happen. You guys all know this will happen again at the junior high or high school level or somewhere again. And then they're going to look back at this game and say, well, they didn't do anything to the coaches or there's no consequences. Something needs to happen to Juwan, like Matt said, because this is the second time and it's old. It really is old. Yeah. You mentioned, you mentioned the high school level. We saw the couple of, uh, uh, serious one in Iowa where uh, the kid was actually knocked unconscious um, going right. through the handshake yes, line right. this year. So handshake lines have led to some things, you know, and I'll be honest with you, from a personal standpoint, I saw my daughter get punched in the face in the middle of a game and the opposing player get a one-game suspension uh, with a closed fist punch in the middle of a game, one-game suspension. So, um, yeah, I don't have a lot of uh, – I don't have a lot of empathy for the people throwing Brad, blows there. So Brad, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. 10, 15 years ago, because you showed me the video, if somebody would have punched your daughter 10 or 15 years ago, how many games do you think they would have gotten then? I think they would have gotten more. So do sure. I. Exactly. Sure, sure. That's my point. And I'll be honest with you, 10 or 15 years ago, I'd have probably killed somebody because I was a yes. little bit angrier. Because you, know, you can't do it now. Yeah. I'm, and exactly. I'm, I'm older. I'm older and hopefully wiser, so I don't do that. But – you know, 10 you or 15 probably years Matt, You were probably Matt's age when that happened. Yeah, I was probably Matt's age, and that's why Matt's a loose cannon. We, nothing we can do about that. You got these young guys that are young. All right, Mike, what do you think about the suspensions? What do you think they're going to end well, I'm up I'm trying being? to think about what would be fair to everybody involved. So what I would do if I was the Big Ten is I would suspend Johnny Davis for the rest of the Big Ten season. <laughs> everybody in the Big now, Ten is happy about that. Yeah, exactly. See, so I'm so trying to make people happy. I'm, I'm just a guy who does Concert player and peacemaker, Mike, and he knocks him for the rest of the year. Exactly. I think it's logical to me. He scores too many um, points. No, what, what, here's He's what I think. Suspended for scoring I think too many points. <laughs> That's it. it. His fault, they won by the margin they won. So, exactly. exactly. Hey, Kofi got out. suspended for sense. doing nothing. Sure. Why can't Why can't yeah. Johnny? Here's the well, thing. If, they, I mean, if Johnny had you know, won the um, game for no, them, so here's what, I, here's what I think. Thank, thank you. Case closed. Case closed. <laughs> no, what, what I would say is, is I do think, I think Juwan's going to probably get the rest of the regular season, which means Michigan might actually be well coached and then, you know, have a much better record than what they would if he was coaching. Um, I think guard, they might give him a game or a fine, uh, or at least have to come out with an apology. Um but here's the thing I think is the I – have, I have two X factors here. One is Michigan's undergoing a lot of issues with the gymnastics uh, issues and with their president having to step down. This may be a victim uh, – or Juwan may be the victim of bad timing because I could see in a surly mood – the highest levels of administration go, I'm not wasting my time. I paid this guy millions of dollars to give me a headache. Bye-bye. So it, there is that factor that, that the academia above may just say it's not worth it. Um, and then the last thing is, is, look, I was one of the worst sports you could have. I hated losing. And even worse than that was when I had a bad game that caused the losing that I hate. Going through lines, I never had anybody try to, you know, get in a fight because it was the 80s. But I'll be honest with you, I could see where you move the handshake line 
to right before the national anthem, and then you do the intros to the game, and you take out somebody having to play a game down to the last couple seconds, having that adrenaline pumping, and then you have to go into the line with the people that got your adrenaline pumping in the first place. Um, to me, it's like, why not do it at the start of the game? And of course, I did say that. And then what does somebody bring up to me on Twitter? Yeah, but remember with the uh, convicts versus the Catholics? And they and I'm like, okay, so you just pulled out a football game from 1988. Okay, so yeah, it could still derail. But for my purposes, your adrenaline isn't quite so high at that time. Everybody's optimistic that they're going to win the game. Give everybody a little fist bump if you want to do the handshake line. And then don't do it at the end of the game when emotions are too high. So that, that's pretty much where I am. I think, I think you know, four games for Juwan, but there could be that left turn at the highest levels of that university where people just decide it's not worth it. This is the second time. Let's, let's just stop this. Matt, what do you got for us? What's, a, what's the punishments? Well, first of all, like Larry, I had turned off this game because Wisconsin was going to win. And I get a text from a buddy of mine who's from Wisconsin. I was the best man at his wedding. And he texts me, did you see what happened at the end of the Badger game? And did anybody else, if you hadn't watched the end go, God, what the hell did Brad Davison do again, do this? Time? <laughs> like, so I had that reaction. He just um, wanted to sing varsity, man. Come on. Sure. Yeah, no, no doubt. Um, I'll give you what I think is going to happen. And then a possible like long-term prediction. I, I, I do think Juwan's gone for the rest of the regular season. I don't know if he'll get you know, anything more than that, but I do think I'll, I'll, I'll say this too. And I don't, I don't know if you guys agree with me. If Juwan Howard's open slap had hit a Wisconsin player, he's terminated Monday morning. Like, I, I just feel like if this is coach versus player, instead of Juwan Howard hitting Joe Krabinoff, a Wisconsin assistant, he's done. He's Woody Hayes and he's done. And it's, it's not even, it's not even a difficult call for Ward Manuel at that point. So he's lucky that he hit Joe Krabinoff, to be honest. Like, um, I think Juwan gets the rest of the regular season. I think he'll show up in Indy for the Big Ten tournament. Uh, I, that's what I think will happen. But I also think what's going to happen is he's going to sit down with Ward Manuel and Ward Manuel is going to go like, okay, this is it. Like, I'm not doing this again with you. And then my long-term prediction is, is that after that happens, and basically they set up a handshake, no tolerance policy, I really wouldn't be surprised if this summer Juwan ends up in the NBA. Because that one, the handshake line doesn't happen in the NBA, and two, I don't know how you guys feel about it, but I guess this kind of stuff with a head coach is a little bit more accepted with in that league than it is in the profession right now that Juwan's in. Um, and so I, I really wouldn't be surprised if that opportunity came his way, he would take it. Uh, and a lot of Michigan people probably wouldn't blink at it that much. Um, I think Greg Gard gets a notice of whatever you want to call it, like um, letter of admonishment. And I'm sure I, I, I'm actually not going to be surprised if Greg Gard issues like a written apology or written statement of apology, like tomorrow morning saying, Hey, look, I shouldn't have done that. Like the act of contrition, like Juwan didn't show in his post game. Like, like I, I'm, I'm pretty, Greg Gard's been in this a long time that he would probably feel, feel compelled to do that. Um, and then I, 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 the Abate's, the interesting thing is the players, because I think there is a there's a situation here where Diabate has gone for a long time. Um, and there are 
probably a couple of other players that get up for a game or two. Um, but I, 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 I think that's where it, where it ends up. But I, I do think the interesting thing to me is, is Monday morning when board manual and Juwan Howard sit down with each other and what, what comes of that meeting, because that's that I, I, because based off of, I think sturdy, you put it out there or you retweeted or somebody that the big 10 has a, like they, they boxed themselves in from a punishment standpoint. So what I think what's going to happen is Michigan's going to issue actually the punishment and the Big Ten's going to sign off on it because I don't think that they can go longer than two games and maybe <laughs> right. so, so much of a suspension. Two games and $10,000, I believe. is So the- Michigan's got to go more, knows that they got to go more than that. I think the Big Ten sponsors it. So that meeting with Ward Manuel and Juwan Howard of, hey, look, this is what's going to happen. And this is the, when we're not doing this with the, anymore, I think that's that's how this that's, plays out. And I, I I think that'll be an interesting Monday morning meeting. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that Juwan, my, my take is I think Juwan's getting at least four games. I think it could, you know, rest of the season. And then I think he could get uh, the Big Ten tournament too as well. Um, I think it's possible that he could be sitting out there. Uh, that would be my take, what's going to happen. Um, I, I think that the players who threw blows are going to get suspended. How long is, you know, anyone's guess at this point? One, two games. I think Diabate could get more because he was obviously a I think Krabenhoff could also get. I mean, I know he I know he I, I'm not saying he's getting suspended yep. for hitting Howard's hand with his head. I'm saying he's getting suspended for running it. I mean, because he didn't do anything that he wasn't trying to de-escalate the situation. He just ran in there. Uh, I mean, he ran in there like with a you know, like he was a you know, the uh stone cold Steve Austin coming from the, uh, if, from the locker room, you know, if he was trying to de-escalate the situation, he failed miserably. Yes. He wasn't good <laughs> at it. Was he? And then who was, uh, the so, coach, who was the coach that grabbed his like private area and hit his hands. On oh, the he, did the, he did the degeneration X, you know, you know, suck it thing. Like, boom, yeah, it like no, it was one of the other little bitty Wisconsin Got assistants. It. it was hilarious. I was like, dude, it's like he was like living in the professional wrestling era of the 1990s of DX. It's the attitude area era, man. That's that's Triple H, Shawn Michaels. Michaels, I know. Yeah. Back uh, can we know, dog? know that like I know Ked talked about maybe guard getting a game, but it, it is possible that Krabinoff saved his boss from any kind of suspension if he yeah. goes and takes the bullet. Like honestly, I think like, Krabinoff may get the suspension. I mean, it's possible bingo. he gets a suspension. Guard gets a fine and a letter of admonishment and issues an apology, something like that. It's because everybody's going to get. I mean, they got to do. They're going to be a lot of things that come out of this. I mean, there could be five, six, seven guys getting some sort of, you know, something done to them. So, gonna be very. So interesting. what's happening to Davis? Yeah, Sturdy, correct me if I'm wrong, but, like, unofficial, like, job description of your assistant coach is to, like, do that on occasion. Yeah. Like, save your boss from himself. Like, yeah, <laughs> no kidding. Like, I don't think it was that me. calculated, though, Matt. No, I don't either. It might be lucky, but I don't think it was calculated. Yeah, Joe Kravenhoff, trust me, he he enjoyed it. He loved it. He loved running into that fray, guaranteed. No one, you know, from his days playing. So, he loved running into that fray and getting in the middle of it. Yeah, I think um, we probably analyze this from every possible angle. The only thing I'll say is the losers in all this are the Big Ten Conference and the athletes in the Big Ten Conference, the players involved. You know, coaches are adults. They're responsible for their actions, whether it's Greg Gard, Juwan Howard. but And I get kids are – I get the players are as well. But both those guys could have stopped this from escalating to that level real easily. Um, and they chose not to do it. And for whatever reason, you can you can blame this guy, that guy, whatever. 
But, um, you know, the players are the losers. You know, the, the Big Ten Conference takes a black eye. Um, and then obviously, I'll tell you what, the funny thing is, now here's from a joking standpoint, is it crazy that we have this fight just two days after Brad Underwood is talking about the Pizza Hut parking lot fights in McPherson, Kansas? So how long does it take people to say, well, it's, it's Izzo and Underwood. Izzo saying it's a rock fight. Uh, Underwood's calling this Pizza Hut parking lot fight. Howard and Guard just joined in. So how long before Illinois gets blamed for this one? Kevin, maybe I think Kevin Warren may suspend Illinois for four. They're going to suspend Underwood for four games for Howard hitting Krabinoff. Is that possible? Well, that would, that mean, would that'd be was, par for the course, wouldn't it? Well, yeah. Kevin, ain't possible because at the end of the day, the Wash should have been suspended last year. So that's why you guys, you guys all may be right. Maybe nothing will happen to Greg because last year Juwan should have been suspended, and maybe nothing will happen to him except for an apology and maybe a, a small fine. I don't know. I who knows? But this is a chance for them. This is not just a Big Ten thing. This is the college basketball. We just happen to work in the Big Ten and cover the Big Ten school, Illinois. They need to make a statement, for, not just for Illinois and the Big Ten, for every conference. It's not acceptable. It's ugly. And it needs to stop. It really why, is. Why does Howard pick fights with the little point guards? Why doesn't he fight somebody big? Like, why isn't he going after, you know, a Penny Hardaway or somebody like that? Yeah. Go after Brad Underwood. See how that ends. You know, he's a pizza oh, hot parking lot fighter. Hey, you want to hear something really funny? If you guys get a chance to hear Jacob Grant comment, because they asked him, you know, during the press conference yesterday, had he heard about Coach Underwood talking about the pizza hut thing, he laughed and said, we heard that so many times. But he added a different piece to it. He said Coach Underwood told them, if you go back to the pizza hut and you get in a fight, you damn well better throw the first punch because that's what he did the whole time. <laughs> so he's telling his kids, if you're going to go back to the pizza hut, you better throw the first punch. <laughs> I the fact that there are coaches in the Southeastern Conference that don't want to shake Will Wade's hand, I think it would serve Juwan Howard very well to understand that being the hated guy in the league probably doesn't serve him. All hey, let well. me ask you this. What would happen if Illinois played Auburn in the tournament? And you know, with, with, with Bruce Pearl. Yeah, Bruce doesn't have an issue with, with, with Brad, and Brad doesn't it's have an Illinois. issue with Bruce. It's Illinois and Iowa. I'm just asking. It's, it's all the history's there. The same thing that happened when Illinois played Bruce in the tournament. Like nothing. Yeah, you know, I, I think that Brad Underwood can shake Tom Isdell's hand after last year's Michigan State game and the, the Iowa yeah. situation. Yep. Um, I'm sure he didn't want to. Um, and he's we know since then that he and Tom are very, very good friends. One thing I, I do want to bring up is that is is the network that brought you this monumental occasion, and that's CBS. So as you guys know, I've kind of gone on a, a rant about CBS and their undying love for Michigan. And, and Michigan appearing on CBS more times this season than Purdue and Illinois. Yes, sir. The three, the three co-favorites going into the tournament, they're going into the season. They appeared on CBS more than Illinois and Purdue combined. And what they thought they were going to get is the darling of the league. The team is going to run away with it. And he's the coach of the year. And here's Dickinson. And here's all these five-star players. And so, so it's almost what, a, what an embarrassment to Michigan that you're on the center stage. You had this marquee spot of a, of a Sunday afternoon game that you're on there four times. Um, and, and not only are you losing these games, but now you're doing something really monumentally bad. And that everyone's, this is the kind of game you remember, like, you know, like the, the, the malice at the palace. 
with yeah. the Pistons and Pacers. This is the kind of game that you're going you're to talk about 20 years from now. I mean, they're, they're, that's what's scary. Yeah. People aren't talking about Johnny Davis and his incredible play in the second half. What they're talking about is Juwan Howard hitting a, a coach. And, <laughs> Didn't and they? And, what, and, and no pun intended, what a black eye for Michigan. Larry, and you know what, to, to add to your point, I'm not 100% sure, but I think I'm 99.9% sure. I think the Illinois and Michigan games on CBS next Sunday. It is. Okay. So did, did you see – Illinois' only game on CBS is at Michigan next Sunday. I will Again. be there, and I will be there. So that, that's when they called it the malice. Did you see Ant Wright on Twitter? He called it the malice at the cheese house. Um, so so uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was the name of his podcast, I believe, about the game. Uh, so, yeah, it's pretty, pretty wild. So, yeah, I, it's a, it's a wild situation in the big 10 right now. I, I don't know what's going to happen with all this stuff. I, I, I just think it's, you know, it's, we're going to overdo this and we're going to talk about it probably too much, but man, it's, uh, it's definitely a situation where it's a black eye. Like you mentioned, Larry, it's black eye for Michigan, black eye for um, college basketball, because that's not the kind of thing you, you want to see from, from people here. Any last thoughts, anyone? Get something off your chest. Yeah, I'm doing one thing, and it it kind of goes to our society of a couple of things of where we are right now. That I remember watching live back when I was a kid in the 70s, and I remember seeing Woody Hayes punch the Clemson linebacker live right there on the sideline that ended his career. I was at CNSI, and we were the ones that broke the night Neil Reed thing. So, I mean, I was very involved in that. I was in the – 30 for 30 special ESPN Diz. I was, I was in, in one of the anchors and reporters involved in that. And at both, both occasions, like they've got to be fired quickly. It's amazing that right now we've got all these, I mean, intelligent, smart, savvy, experienced people here, journalists, college basketball fans here. And none of us have said he should be fired. None of us have talked about the fact that John Howard would be fired, but it's the kind of thing that if you did that in your workplace, you'd be fired. A punishment has to come quickly and it has to be severe. I'm not saying he's got to be fired, but it's got to be significant because we're in this era right now where we can do whatever we want to do. So you want to say, and then later go, yeah, I didn't really mean that. And, and that's not just in sports. That's across the board. And, and, it, and it is, it is, it is, it's tearing the fabric of our society and who we are. And I've always said sports is a microcosm of society. So if somebody can punch somebody or, or, open hand slap somebody a cold it's 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 in hard to take the next place so so i really think that that it needs to be kind of what you guys have said needs to this suspension needs to go on into march um for Jawan howard to really have some kind of teeth there needs to be some kind of pain involved um because you need to have some kind of consequence and we don't have that enough in, in our society it's too much of the well you know he didn't have a zagnut bar therefore well <laughs> you know, he went crazy for a moment but he was, he's okay now as he's eating so that's my rant. That's how I said. Well, Brad, if you don't mind, I'd like to end with this for me. Um, we're all different, and we all work for the same company, and because we don't always agree, you know, eye to eye, but the thing I wish people who are listening to this podcast, don't make things personal. We're not going to agree. You know, that's the beautiful thing about America. You're able to voice your opinion and and to to be objective and listen to of it, because listening to all of you guys, I mean, there's different things that I, I feel differently about right now. I just, the thing that people can't do is just be one side and think, okay, I just want to get rid of Juwan. I want to fire him. I don't care what Greg did or, or vice versa. We can't be that way. We have to be open-minded. And if we're going to continue to move on as a society, you know, and as a country, 
we're going to be different. We are different and we do see things differently, but to, to be nasty and hateful to people, there's no reason for that. So whoever's listening to this podcast, please keep that in mind and don't tweak the nasty things and the, you know, me and my opinion on Larry Matt wrong. It's just our opinion. There's no hard feelings with it. Well said, but I do hope that Juwan Howard fulfills his lifetime as an Illini fan. I hope Juwan Howard fulfills his lifetime contract with Michigan. As an Illini fan, I don't want Juwan Howard to go anywhere. Let me just let me just end with that. So I, I may I may feel this way in terms of me, me, Larry Smith, but Larry the Illini fan says, no, 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 no. He didn't mean it. He should be on the sideline coaching. He was, just, he was trying to give him a high five, man. That's right. Let's go. He's grabbing up. He's like, yeah, high five, brother. Here we go. It was all, it was I, all. I think I think Brad like to, to Larry's point, I think Brad Underwood would like to keep the undefeated streak against Juwan going, which will pro- probably won't happen next weekend. Um uh, Larry, to your point, again, this is why I brought up if if Juwan Howard's open hand hit a Wisconsin player, he's done Monday morning. He's done. I just feel I it's different if it's coach against player. But because his hand happened to hit the side of Joe Grabinoff's face, Juwan Howard will still have a job. But everybody knows that if you're a coach and Sturdy, you coach and Ted, you've coached and Mike, you've coached. If you push physically assault a player, you're done. I don't care if it's your player or the opposing player, you're done. Um, and, and so that's that's where I think Juwan is very, very fortunate tonight that his hand hit Joe Krabinoff and not a Wisconsin player because if it had, I think he's done. I really do. And I don't, I don't even care if it's a repeat offense. He's done. Right. Can well, I say something really quick? I'm really sorry. I promise I'll be quick. Matt's exactly right. About seven or eight years ago, I was in a basketball tournament in Peoria with my daughter and a fight broke out. It was ugly. It was horrible. And all I remember was turning, I got hit in the back of the head and I literally saw stars. My first reaction was to turn around and put that person to sleep. But what it was, it was a 16 year old girl and I didn't hit her. So when I got home, I called a state police officer and I called multiple cities and I asked them, what would have happened if I would have hit her back? It didn't matter if she would have knocked you out, broke your teeth, if you would have hit her back, you be lying. You can't do it. It's wrong. And there's nothing good about it. And Juwan is, to, to, you know, my point, he did this last year. You saw it today. If nothing happens, he's going to continue to do it. You just can't go around doing this. And the sport has become such an ugly thing, and it shouldn't be that way. We love sports. And sports, to me, it brings harmony. It brings friendships. And we got adults out there. And even kids, because even though they're kids, they don't always do things right either. You know, even though they're minors, we still have to hold their hands. We just have to fix this as a society. And maybe this is a chance for the Big Ten to step up and start turning things into the right direction. Well, we'll we'll find out. I think I think you know. Again, I I think there's a, a bigger chance here for Juan to be in the wrong place at the right time. You know, UM just paid out $490 million in the Robert uh, Anderson sex abuse scandal. They fired the president, Mark Schlissel, about a month ago for having an affair with a subordinate. Um, witnesses coming forward saying Bo Schimbeckler knew about the abuse of that doctor that they had to do $490 million. And, you know, maybe... Um, you know, when you take a look at what Howard did last year with his 
threatening to kill Mark Turgeon. I think there's there is some some chance that he could have stumbled into something way bigger than himself. And I will say that, you know, going back to Larry's original comment, if I go to work and I put a hand on anybody, man, woman, there's there's no children there. Um, we got rid of child labor at least a year ago. But um, the bottom line is, is if you put a hand on somebody, you do lose a job. And it's just a shame that when you are the face of that organization and you are the leader and the mentor to young men, that your behavior slides down to such a level that, that it has this happen. I don't know what's going to happen to him. My guess is four games and he'll be back in the Big Ten tournament. But I will say the warning that I have is when you see all this other stuff going on, Juwan might get caught up in something a lot bigger than he is and find out that, you know, just the normal excuses that you can get away with being the, the, the uber jock and the really good player and, and the coach who can recruit anybody – you get in the wrong group of people, those excuses, they don't go very far. And he might run into that with this one. I think we'll probably find out fairly quickly just how do-do he's into. My last point, and I just want to make this, is that when I say abolish the handshake line, I'm not against sportsmanship. And what I think will happen if that were to come to pass, and again, for all the guys that are on here who are coaches, I think they might agree with me. You'll see it happen organically. You'll see guys dap each other at the end of games because I play summer basketball with that dude or, you know, I live next to that guy and we just happen to play at different high schools or whatnot. And so you'll see it happen organically. It happens organically all the time at the end of football games right now at the collegiate level. And you see it all the time with high school games at the at, 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 at high school football games where like, hey, I play seven on seven with that kid. So I'll just go dap him up and chat him up a little bit. It's just, I'm all for sportsmanship and I think you'll find it. I think you'll find it with the coaches where they'll wave each other because we did a pregame chat like they always do. Um, I'm not against sportsmanship. I'm just against fake sportsmanship, which is what I think the handshake line is. Kids are going to go find each other at center court and dap each other and talk for a few minutes and then be done with it. I just, I don't think that's going to stop. Like we're, we're not animals. Like, but like, I just, I, I think the forced, action of this causes a lot of this a lot of this stuff to happen and i know darn good and well that on sunday afternoon in madison it was a factor in it and what it happened so I'm, I'm not against sportsmanship i don't want there to be like i hate you or you i don't want more of that i just want more organic sportsmanship and not forced stuff that happens yeah i can i think we all we all kind of agree that we're all going to have different opinions ked made a good point the one thing you'll find about our, our, our line eye guys here, we may have differing opinions, but we're always respectful with each other and we have a good time and we, and we can definitely all laugh at Mike. So that's the best part about this, uh, this group. Um, <laughs> so, uh, it hurts, man. <laughs> uh, you know, truth hurts, but I, you know, I'm not sure. We're not sure what's going to happen to Juwan Howard. If he does get fired, the good thing is that he and Mark Turgeon, we'll have a bunch of time to spend together now in retirement. <laughs> so we, we do know that he's got a buddy um, that he can go, you know, you know, hang out with and, you know, they can make amends and, and do some fishing or what have you. So anyway, for Larry Smith, Kedrick Prince, Mike Cagley, and Matt Stevens, this is Brad Sturdy, Sturdy for 30. Thanks for listening.